Shalom everyone. The U.S. is re-examining their entire relationship with the State of Israel. Remember to like and subscribe and leave a comment here at Messianic World Update because Messianic World Update begins now. Shalom everyone, I'm Monty Judah with Lionel Lamb Ministries. Welcome to another edition of Messianic World Update. Today's date is July 14th of the year 2023. We have a very, very warm summer going on not only here in the United States, but all around the world. Lots of rain happening. Even in Israel, there's a big heat dome going on and apparently the temperatures that have been raising up are also raising up temperatures with all kinds of issues around the world. We have one major story I wanna share with you. It's a collection of things that have been happening over the last several weeks. Specifically, it is clear now that the United States under the Biden administration is stepping back, re-examining their entire relationship with Israel. And let me just offer this from a prophetic standpoint is highly significant. For those of you who are familiar with the scriptures, you're aware that when God called Abraham, he said to him, I will bless those that bless you. I will curse those that curse you. That promise made to Abraham extends all the way down to the nation of Israel. Those peoples and nations that decide they want to cooperate with Israel and bless Israel, they get blessings. Those nations that decide we're going to be opposed to Israel, they get curses from God. We are now seeing the U.S., who for the most part in the history of Israel, has been pro-Israel, has been supportive of Israel, helping them with their defense and helping them to get on their feet, defend themselves from their many enemies that surround them. But now with this new administration, old things are now coming forth. The U.S. State Department is famous for not liking Israel. The Biden administration, Joe Biden himself, claimed to be very special friends with Benjamin Netanyahu. It's not so friendly anymore. In fact, Joe Biden, making a comment this last week about Netanyahu and the coalition government, says that the present coalition government in Israel is the most extreme government he's ever seen. What do you, let me interpret that for you. They're right-wing, they're conservative, they're not liberal. Joe Biden, of course, as you know, is the head of a government here in the U.S. that is more liberal than any government we've ever had, to the extent that he likes to promote all the liberal agenda. One of the items, and I've shared this with you before, that is of stark difference between conservatives and liberals is over the issue of how do we deal with homosexuals. Liberals want homosexuals to be treated as not only equal citizens, but celebrated citizens within our country. And the same issues are happening in Israel. In Tel Aviv, it is one of the leading cities promoting homosexuality in the world. Yet, just a few miles later to Jerusalem, we have a very conservative and religious community which says we don't agree with the homosexual agenda to be celebrated as special citizens within the nation. The Biden administration promotes that, 
promotes it not only with Israel but with other nations. And when Israel and the government objects to that and refuses to do that or other African nations refuse to do it, the U.S. withdraws some of their support and the fact that they don't like that nation anymore. In the same recent week, we have had the former U.S. ambassador under the Trump administration to Israel has clearly made a public statement to the effect that it's clear to him that the U.S. at all levels is reevaluating their complete position on Israel, redefining how they want to deal with Israel into the future. A New York columnist, a Jewish fellow, who also spoke to this, said it's clear that changes are coming and that there's going to be a re-examination of how the U.S. is going to be treating Israel into the future. Now, when questioned about that, the White House denied that, saying, oh, no, no, there are strong allies and we support them. And Netanyahu himself, when he was asked about it, tried to downplay the whole thing. It's clear they know this is a very unsettling subject, and they're trying to act like, no, nothing like that is going on. But here's some facts. The Biden administration just this last week has canceled a cooperation agreement freezing all scientific and shared research with Israel, especially with any Israeli company that is operating in the West Bank, in the place they call the occupied West Bank, the Palestinians. By the way, let me go ahead and just share with you the Palestinian Authority is collapsing. There is no Palestinian voice that wants to be in agreement with Israel. All the Palestinians that are in any kind of leadership within the Palestinian community is calling for the death of Israel. Who are they supposed to be negotiating with? The two-state solution, all of the Middle East peace accords, they're all dead on arrival. Everybody knows it. And yet the U.S. administration and Biden, oh, I still support the two-state solution. It's fantasy at this point. It is not real whatsoever. And because Netanyahu knows smart enough not to say that he's against it, he knows that we've got to act like the man behind the curtain really is the Wizard of Oz. So he doesn't say anything to be counter to that. But the reality is none of that's happening. Besides that, Biden administration is up to their elbows thick in the mess that's going on in Israel at the moment, namely the Netanyahu coalition, which is a right-wing government. That was who was elected by a majority. He has a majority in the Knesset, including the religious parties as a part of his thing. They have come in, and because they are the majority in the Knesset, they said, we want to redefine how the judicial branch of our government works. Namely, we don't want the, the Supreme Court of Israel to be totally autonomous. We want to have some say about who are the judges that are appointed to those positions. And we want to limit, to a certain degree, what the Supreme Court can overrule that the Knesset votes for. Essentially, at the moment, the Israeli Supreme Court can overrule any decision made by the Knesset. And right now, they are very opposed to Netanyahu's coalition government because they're scared to death that now that the religious parties are in control of the Knesset, they'll start instituting laws and limiting, are you ready for this, the homosexual agenda. And they don't want that to happen. 
So the complaints are, well, Netanyahu's trying to become a dictator. He's trying to redefine the Supreme Court to do his bidding. By the way, back up here in the United States, you know there have been recent changes in our own Supreme Court. The Dodds position, a case that we had, pushed the right of abortion back to the states. It's no longer a federal right for it. And of course, you know, all the liberals in this country have had a fit over that. The Biden administration is saying our Supreme Court's out of control and they're talking about getting more justices. And the same controversy that we have here in this country is the same one going on in Israel. At the moment, the Knesset does have the votes on the first reading of this law to adjust who gets to be appointed as justices. And they're starting to have an effect that the Knesset can nominate people to the panel that nominate judges and select judges for the Supreme Court. Oh my gosh, the liberals in Israel are having an unbelievable fit. Guess what our U.S. president has decided to do? We're going to get involved in internal politics in Israel, and it's now very clear that Biden and the State Department is involved with the opposition leaders to Benjamin Netanyahu and the government of Israel to sponsor and support the worst protests that have been going on in Israel in recent years. In fact, in Tel Aviv, the protests are coming up, massive protests, and it's persuading many people. They're blocking roads. The police are being called out to open the roads up again. And of course, the police, under liberal control, basically are treating them with kid gloves. Nobody gets arrested. Everybody lets them. They let them block the road for four hours until they get tired of being out there. And the rest of the country is going, wait a minute. When we've had protests before where we had the religious parties coming up and protesting things, the police came out there with water cannons. They came out there with clubs. They were beating and arresting the Israeli protesters. How come none of that is happening because of the liberal protesters out there? And there's such a disparity about what's going on that one of the police chiefs, the deputy chief, he was basically fired. They reassigned him and they had a protest over that. And by the way, the police are still only controlling the protest by limiting them, setting up a perimeter around it, not removing them and not dealing with that. It's clear that the Biden administration, working with the others, is sponsoring that and supporting that kind of activity going. The protests have got so far that many of the leaders in Israel says Israel is on the brink of a civil war. Let me tell you how far this has gone. We have reservists in the IDF claiming that they will not go to their reserve duty and claiming that if this law passes, that they refuse to serve in the IDF. Well, that's mutiny. And for a while, the defense minister kind of was supportive of the liberal position, but now has reversed himself and come back and said, no, you're signed up in the IDF. You must serve regardless of what the political situation is here in the country. And Gallant has now told the reservists and military they have to serve. Benny Gantz, who's one of the opposition leaders, who used to be defense minister, at first, when these protests came out, was sympathetic of those that were reservists that refused to serve. 
but even he knows that's an impossible situation. That will lead to civil war if that happens. And so he's come out and has finally said publicly, you must serve your duty regardless of what happens in the political realm with regard to the Knesset and the political parties. All of this is building to a very, very difficult situation in Israel and adding to it. I've made this the major topic of our update this week because the implications of this are incredible for the life of Israel. As Israel becomes weakened by all of this activity, their enemies are watching and they're calculating at what point can we attack Israel. Let me go ahead and solve the equation for you. They've said it. We will attack Israel when we are convinced that the U.S. will not come to their aid. And if they can separate the U.S. support from Israel, they believe that they have enough means to overwhelm Israel and Israel will be unable to resupply and be able to maintain a war of attrition that would come from that kind of conflict. The president also has done the following. He's refused to invite Benjamin Netanyahu to the White House. This is the first time in the history of the relationship between the U.S. and Israel that such a thing has happened. The Prime Minister of Israel has always been invited to the White House. Instead, the Biden administration has invited the president, President Herzog of Israel, to come and address the Congress and visit the White House and all of that. And he's a ceremonial-only position. He is not a representative of the government. He purely handles the ceremonial issues of Israel. And Herzog, for a while, tried to get in and be an intermediary in Israel between the government and the liberals. He was unsuccessful in his proposals. The U.S. is trying to support him because of his liberal positions. So they've invited him to come to the White House, and they've very specifically said other members of the government of Israel, the members of the Knesset, such as Ben Gavir and Shmotrich, these are the right-wing elements, the U.S. government is not permitted to have any official speak with them. And so they're isolating Netanyahu's government. Netanyahu's government is actually being besieged by the United States of America and the Biden administration. And they would love nothing more than to uproot the government of Israel, the elected government of Israel, and Benjamin Netanyahu, and remove him from his office and his position. So it's pretty clear that Biden doesn't like Netanyahu. Now, there's one more thing that fits into this, and it's on the side, but it's part of it. And that is that Israel has not been so cooperative with Biden and his foreign policy. See, Biden wants to set up a negotiating deal with Iran again. And Netanyahu in Israel has said, well, whatever agreement you make with them doesn't affect us. We will defend ourselves if necessary. And of course, one of the hot buttons of foreign policy for Biden is the Ukraine-Russia war. And he would love to get Israel to go over and send some equipment and things to Ukraine to help out there. Namely, he'd like to send Iron Dome anti-missile systems, which are very effective and would be defending Ukraine against missile strikes from Russia. And the president wants him to do that, but Netanyahu said, no, he doesn't want to do that. And there's a reason for it, and that is that the Ukraine government, in all of its previous years, 
90% of the votes against Israel in the Ukraine, Ukraine has joined in to oppose Israel. Ukraine is not a friend of Israel and never has been. So why should Israel come to their aid? Because of the urging of the Biden administration? Why should allow those very important Iron Dome anti-missile systems, which Israel desperately needs in case of a war that breaks out, why should they send those off to another country? Well, they don't agree with that. They don't believe they should. So what's the bottom line? What's going on here? Well, let me go back to the principle that God gave to Abraham. I will bless those that bless these. I will curse those that curse thee. I see the United States of America through the Biden administration moving into the zone of cursing Israel and taking issue with Israel and not being a blessing to Israel. And as a result, I believe that's what this country is going to receive. I believe that soon, very soon, besides all the other things that we already do see, I see our country and those nations opposed to Israel are going to be coming into judgment from the God of Israel. And Joe Biden himself is going to come into that judgment. By the way, he is up to his eyeballs in trouble himself. And the only thing protecting him is the rest of the Democrats keeping the Republicans away from him. I think it's going to catch up with him. Now, hand in hand with that is our government has decided, also in addition to what Joe Biden is doing in his administration with Israel, we've decided to walk away from the God of our country. You know, in our money and in our logos, in God we trust. No, there was no question. Everybody knew that to be the creator God, the God of Israel, the God of the Christian world. That's the God we all knew that was. And clearly our government is moving away to a new religion. And the religion is called climate change. And they are treating it as a religion. Literally, in they are now questioning People coming into this government and being a part of any administration, do you believe in climate change? Or the criticism is, oh, he doesn't believe in climate change. We're using the language that refers to a religion. And now we live in a time when, like, for example, this summer, it's way too hot. Oh, you know why it is? Climate change. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's too, it's too wet. There's too much rain. Why, why is that? Oh, climate change. Oh, it's too cold in the winter. Oh, yes. Well, that's climate change. By the way, nothing is happening. Oh, that, that's climate change. That's what caused that. And we all know, according to the liberal agenda and the people who believe in this wonderful religion, it's our fault. We See, we are sinners, men. We're sinners. We use too, way too many petroleum products, puts out hot exhaust. That's what's changing climate change. And the latest is, of course, we eat too much beef and the cows fart too much. And that's the reason we have climate change. Not only is this the most unscientific nonsense I've ever heard in my particular life, Mind you, the sun, the jet stream, the Earth's rotation, and ocean temperatures, and the cycles of the Earth have nothing to do with the things that we're doing. No, it's all climate change. It's a religion. Our country is because we're worshiping the created more than the creator. Now, 
in times past, I can tell you, I've done some reading in the Bible, and I can tell you in times past, every nation that's done that has failed. Every nation, empire, kingdom has failed that gets into that mode. So here we are. And uh, by the way, I, I, I want to tell you that Joe, the last thing I'm going to share with Joe Biden is going to save us. Thank goodness he's going to save us. He just committed, are you ready for this? $5 million. $5 million. And he's going to set up a special office that's going to help us to deal with extreme heat in this country this year. Now, I'm not quite sure exactly how it's going to do at the moment. It's going to be some new governor employees. It's going to be a new office for the government. Forget the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA. Forget the National Weather Service and the millions we spend on that, understanding weather. We're going to set up a new office, and they're going to come up with ways to help you and I to deal with extreme heat this summer. My friends, we have lost our minds in this country. We don't even have the common sense God gave us. We have definitely gone over the edge. That's our report for this week. Shabbat Shalom to all of you. Thank you, everyone, who listens to our podcast here at Line of Land Ministries. I want to remind you, you can get our podcast through Apple Podcasts, through Spotify, and wherever you like to download your podcast. Thank you for being a part of our program and listening to what we have to say.